And uh, as promised, Lindy Malan in the studio, Business Lunch with Lindy. Uh, Lindy, good afternoon. Welcome once good again. Good afternoon, yeah. Christy. Lucky to be here. Uh, if not, I can, uh, not yeah. in coat. Not in coat, <laughs> maar altijd met een warm hart. Nou nah. praat jy nou en warm bezigheidsidees. Warm bezigheidsidees. <laughs> but you've got a guest uh, today as well. I do. Oh my word. Julia Evans, General Manager of Animal Welfare in the Helderberg. Welcome, Julia. Thank you. <laughs> so lovely to chat to you. So every now and again, we like to mix up, like, you know, like the the the, the ernstige bezigheid. But we, this is also for me something very serious. It's taking care of animals. Yeah. Um, you know, animals being such a big part of our lives. So Julia, general manager, we'll get into what you do now. But yeah, just take us back 25 years ago. How did it all happen? <laughs> and where did you get involved with animal welfare? Well, well, um, let me think. Um, I was married in those days. Uh, let me just add, I'm ha- very happily divorced. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we all, no. we all uh, sometimes get to change our status, uh, yeah. right? Join, the, cl- join uh, the club. Join okay, the club. Okay. All right. So I was married in those days and uh, I, I hadn't had children yet. We only had children later on in the marriage. And I suffered from um, panic disorder and depression. Um, and I was working for my husband at the time as a bookkeeper, and I saw an ad in the Akerstadness. Okay. Uh, which said that the Stellenbosch Animal Welfare needed committee members. So I phoned, and I was invited to the first meeting. And uh, needless to say, the rest is really history. Three months later, I'd taken over the welfare. Uh, I was there for 11 years. Then and got, that's with Stellenbosch yeah. Animal Welfare? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then um, I was very fortunate to be offered a position out this side at the Helderberg Animal Welfare and snapped up the opportunity of something new, um, you know, just broaden your horizons. But the main thing was getting involved with the welfare was to get beyond my own self-pitying mode Mm. and do something that was more meaningful. Yeah. Okay, so was that advice that were given to you at the time or was that just like you sat one day and decided, look, I need to now have a world outside my own world sort of thing? I'm not actually, no, it wasn't advice given to me. It was merely, you know, in those days we didn't have Facebook and that kind of thing. So mm. we relied very heavily on our Akers.Nice and our district mail. Mm. And I just happened to open the newspaper and there it was. And I've grown up with animals all my life. Okay. And it just, you know, I discussed it with my husband. And I said, maybe this is something I should do. Mm. Get me out, get yeah. me about. Because I also, at a stage, suffered from um, agoraphobia. So going beyond my house was a very difficult thing for me to do. And this was a way of getting out there and then doing something meaningful, mm. which would help me get the courage to leave the house. Yeah. And there's the word, the courage. Yeah. And and how amazing is that, Julia? Really, I'm sitting here listening <laughs> to you and think, you know, how often do we get caught up in our own life, Absolutely. challenges, mm. fears, and, 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 and we desperately need the courage to break out of that yeah. that holds us back. And here you are 25 years <laughs> later. How amazing. Looking back, how does that make you feel? 
Um, I'm very proud of the, of the achievements that I've managed to accomplish over the years, but I can tell you that I did not achieve anything on my own. Everything has been achieved with the help of friends, colleagues, volunteers, support of the public. Mm. Um, obviously, with the whole mental issues, counselling, mm. anti-mad medication, as I call it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I go off to the uh, pharmacy and I say, I'm here for a repeat of my anti-mad. Um, <laughs> but, you know, also having a sense of humour as well. Yes. I, I definitely pick up on that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you don't have humour, you have nothing. Yeah. But, uh, you, you, yeah, I think you've said it um you know you've the fact that we we need people around us mm. and and in this case animal welfare heavily reliable on volunteers yeah. and the public that gets involved mm. right so um so let's talk a little bit about the welfare mm -hmm. um now looking back um I, I do know that you moved when did you say you moved to the Helderberg as general manager oh when I got a year after my divorce now Lynn you see <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. it was oh, 2009, Nine 2010. Yeah. So quite a long yeah. time yeah. ago, right? Yeah. So, so of course, the welfare has moved um, premises. I know you guys mm -hmm. are in Gordon's Bay, yes. close to the traffic center, right? That's right. Mansfield. So what has been some of the changes that, that you guys made? And, you know, when I get there, what will I see? So how would it look like? What will oh, I see? Um, it's not what you're going to see. It's what you're going to hear. Uh, bring okay. uh, uh, earmuffs. <laughs> a lot of barking. Of course. Um, no, what you will see, um, I think, if your eyes are open and your heart is open, you're going to see compassion. Mm. Um, you're going to see a lot of sad cases and you're going to see some happy things. Um, it's all about how you perce your perception of what you want mm. to see and why you're visiting. Okay, so so um, yeah, so is um, you know, is the center open for visitors? Mm. I mean, do you mm, yeah, guys yeah. allow that? Are they visiting hours? I mean, yep. what is the policy around okay. managing wards and public and people knocking on the door? Well. I know the majority of the animal welfares and SPCAs or the sort sort of organisations have um, very strict times, but we don't. Um, my policy from the moment I started there was, if we are on site, the doors should be open. Okay. Why turn away an adoption because the doors aren't open? However, that has changed a little bit over the years because we become very busy and rather big. So we do have visiting hours. Um, the dogs are between nine and three. The cats are between 12 and three. The reason that we change that is because we've grown to an extent that we have a, a hospital and a veterinary center. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So um, so there's definitely visiting hours, but the policy is while there's someone there, they will open the door, right? Yeah. So, Chrissy, when we get back, I still want to ask a lot more questions, but how inspiring that there's this well-organized machine under the hands of Julia looking after the animals. It's really amazing to think of that. So we'll be back just now. Absolutely. Business lunch with Lindy back after this. We're busy with our business lunch with Lindy Malan, and she has Julia Evans, uh, Animal Welfare General Manager Helderberg, in the studio. And you have lots more questions to ask. I do. I want to get back to the visiting hours because mm -hmm. we briefly touch on that. So I, I, I heard you saying, Julia, 
cats visiting hours from 12 to 3, right? That's and correct. dogs from 9 to 3. What would be the reason? Uh, is there some reason behind this? I think we just need to explain that. All right, yes. Uh, the reason behind that is that because we have grown, we now have the hospital division. Okay. And we have over 200 animals on site. And those animals need to be checked out every morning. Obviously, the hospital patients must be dealt with by the staff. We need to get the feeding out and we need to start cleaning. So that is really the reason behind not being open all day. Mm-hmm. But we are open on Christmas and New Year and public holidays. So there's no oh, day wow. that we are closed as long as one can stick to those hours. Yeah, no, I, I'm sure when there's an emergency, help yeah. is at hand, right? Oh, yes, yes. We, you briefly touched on it. And I want to uh, emphasize the fact that you've got 13 full-time staff and then 11 helpers or general helpers, right? What? 13 full-time? 28 full-time oh, staff. Oh, 28. That's even more. <laughs> and, between, uh, in, uh, and amongst that, um, a full-time veterinarian. A full-time veterinarian. And veterinarian nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all sorts of staff. And two AWAs, animal oh. welfare assistants. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So you mentioned that you've got this clinic. Um, so just tell me a little bit more about the vet clinic and for who who do you cater for all right um we do cater for pet owners who are less affluent and who cannot afford private veterinary Mm. so the type of cases that we see um well let me not go into that that can be quite a horror story (laughs) but on general we are there to help those animals that can't get to a private vet because they don't have the fees um so we will assist so it's usually sterilization obviously Mm. is our our major concern in bringing the animal population down not that we're winning but we're trying and then um the other cases are stabbings um uh, animals mm. being hit by motor vehicles with broken That's limbs so sad, and right. well, a yeah. couple shootings and so it goes. Oh my yeah. gosh. Okay, so there, that's where you guys have got the big wings directly from God dealing with, with animals in despair, right? Yes. Um, yes. So, it, um, Julia, I, I've got to ask, um, you guys are obviously pro-life, which I would, would accept and agree with. Um, but then do you ever get to turn animals away? I mean, we've got to ask this because you right. certainly just got so much okay. capacity, right? This is a very, very difficult question and a very sensitive question. I think all animal welfares are pro life because none of us would be involved in it if it wasn't for wanting to improve the lives of the animals of course but where we differ perhaps um is that we are also quality of life so we don't believe in keeping an animal caged indefinitely until it gets a home we won't keep an animal for 10 years in a cage Mm, um we will also not keep an animal that is struggling uh, mentally and physically to cope also, because we are open door, we don't turn animals away. So we get animals in from all over the country, really, um, because a lot of the uh, the pro-life, but if I may use the word, and it's not a nice terminology, but it explains it more easily, the no-kill facilities. When they are full, they are full. Mm. And they won't take in animals. Mm. Those animals then get brought to us. Okay. And which means that we okay. must now make space. So okay. we've got to do the dirty deeds in order to assist that animal. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's very briefly touching on it. <laughs> Are they also fostering programs? Because yes. I know um, I've got a friend that loves pugs and pugs apparently has mm. got a well-organized society mm-hmm. where you can actually foster a pug. Yep. So do you have those type of um, temporary programs available as well? We do have a, a, a very small small fostering system uh, but because we are very fortunate very blessed to have a facility which means that 
animals can be viewed daily. You know, people walk the facility, so they are more open to being adopted or more easily adopted that way. However, if we have puppies that come in that are too young or doggies that come in that are decrepit but awesome, you can see they yeah, deserve they just need something. some love. And, yeah. and, then we yeah. get fosters to take oh, them in until such okay. time they can be adopted. Okay, awesome. So, uh, of course, I'd like to ask you, there must be some process around adopting a pet from you guys. You know, um, and I mean, does it ever feel like you letting go of a child? Do you? Do, okay, let me ask you that. Do you bond with with the animals, or do you keep My, a professional distance? Is that even possible? It's not <laughs> I'm possible. I'm looking at your face, I, and I go, "Stupid I, question." Uh, <laughs> you know, we say, but want to be professional and look professional, but you can't be. It's a very emotional job, so sure. the emotions sort of range. But when it comes to letting go, uh. When they get homes, um, sometimes uh, the staff who and the volunteers who have worked with them burst into tears, but it's tears of joy. Okay. It's yeah. like um, off they go off and they they're being loved yes. they're getting a yeah. great home. Tears of joy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So maybe maybe you guys need more support than the animals at times. <laughs> I'm just going uh, thinking, okay, what else can we do to support you, you know? So we'll get back mm-hmm. to you. Christy, when we come back, um, Julia, I'd like to know a little bit more about the adoption process because I'm sure there's some Mm -hmm. policies in place. So, yeah, we'll be back straight after this. Absolutely. Yes, we're busy with Business Lunch with Lindy Malan, and she's speaking to Julia Evans, the Animal Welfare General Manager in the Helderberg. Lindy, your last session of a couple of minutes. So, Julia, I assumed it was only cats and dogs, but um, what other type of animals do you guys accept? It's uh, We get calls about all kinds of animals. We get calls about reptiles. We get calls about cattle, um, the goats, horses, and so forth. We go out and we assess the situation. If the animal is in dire need, we will phone the appropriate rescue to deal with it. Sometimes these animals get brought to our doors. So then if it's a snake, we contact cat nature okay. for release <laughs> and you mentioned birds as well birds right? we get a lot of birds okay. um, we get a lot of birds but mostly the common you know your little mossies and doves and things uh, there we have somebody who takes them actually on for us okay. until they're ready for release okay. and the more exotics obviously we we send out to the appropriate rescues for them okay um, I'd like to ask about um, uh, community involvement. Mm-hmm. So do you guys have uh, the centered, um, have programs like school visits? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, any any activities in that? Yeah. Sphere? We don't actually set up our own programs, but we have schools who phone wanting to, to bring groups or whatever the case. We open arms, bring them in, bring mm. them on, let them take an animal for a walk. Mm. Um, and then uh, we have uh, the elderly also f- mm. from certain homes visit us. Uh, oh, just, lovely. Just have a walk through and cuddle an animal and move on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I think that's where the beauty is. You know, mm. animals have got open hearts yeah. and, you know, they share love. So Absolutely. anyone in need of that. You also mentioned that you're open f- to be a speaker at events mm. and schools. Does yes. that happen often as well? Quite often, yes. Oh, lovely. Yes, it happens okay. pretty regularly. So, Julia, if I were to adopt a cat or dog, what is the process? All right. We uh, obviously have an adoption fee. Uh, that includes all vaccinations, microchips, sterilization, tick and flea, and so forth and so on. In the dog's uh, scenario, we do a pre-home check. 
Mm. Um, our main concern is that the animal is going to be safe in the environment mm. and it's going to be part of a family and it's going to be a loved pet and not a guard dog. Mm. Um, mm. So we look for things like, you know, swimming pool, danger, danger. danger. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, open swimming pools if it's a puppy and that kind mm. of thing. So, uh, yeah, that's basically the adoption process. The pre-home check, cough up your money and we do the rest. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. Uh, I want to ask you, um, the, uh, you know, what would be an absolute fantastic day in your life at the center? How would that look like? A day of happiness by not seeing broken animals come in the door and by not having to practice euthanasia. Hmm. That would be a beautiful day. Okay. Have you ever had some record number of adoptions in a day where you guys couldn't help but popping champagne? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I can't tell you when. It hasn't happened for a while. But if we look at our stats over, for example, uh, I do stats every two weeks. And then we'll see, oh, my hat, there's been 50 dogs adopted in two oh, weeks. Oh, wow. That's, That's a lot. That's oh, and, and, you know, and cats as well. Um, but bearing in mind, we take in many more than that so. many more than that but but just to see those figures in front of you that's that's awesome yeah, and i think that's where the the significance from what you guys are doing then mm. comes home and, yeah. and you get to sit and say but you know we we do play an important part in society yes. right i do believe that we make a, a difference oh. and a good and vast difference i do know that you guys also have a rescue vehicle than you mm-hmm. guys um, and there's also programs going into less affluent areas yes. um tell us a little okay. bit more about that well we have two inspectors on duty but we have three buckies those run for complaints and strays and whatever the case but our mobile vehicle goes into the location areas and the mm. less affluent areas uh, she runs daily old uh, blookies She's ancient. <laughs> is uh, that the car? That's the mobile the vehicle. It's like a little okay, truck. Okay, truck-y. It's truckies. a truckie. I, okay. I thought it's the driver. I was going to tell you. And Blookies is mostly driven by women. And sometimes you've got to literally put your foot out the door to use your brakes. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. So any good mechanics out there, I oh, hope you guys are listening. We, we do help your service. Blookies is well in her 20s with oh, us. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so she goes in and it's vaccinations, deworming, oh. uh, basic basic primary health care. So it's almost like a clinic on wheels? Yes. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's what she does. (laughs) Oh, really? So um, you don't get funded, but you are um, 100% dependent on donations donations. and fundraising. Yes, we do. uh, Not to say we don't get funded. We do get granting aids from time to time. But when we do, that money must be spent for that specific project that we've asked for. Okay. Julia, I'm just sitting here thinking, I don't, uh, Chrissy, don't you just love people like Julia and the volunteers out there? It's so amazing to to know of you guys. And you know what? I'm just thinking that if ever I get bored again on a Saturday, I'm going to dash off to the center and I'm just going to see what's available and and, and play with a puppy owner. And I think that's that's amazing. I mean, these, you guys are open, you invite them and we can go, right? Yes. So we've made new friends, Christy. I mean, but Julia is one of those, they sleep with a smile on their face because they enjoy what they're doing and they, yeah. I, I think the, the feedback that you get uh, when a, a cat or a dog gets yeah. adopted and you can just after a while, do you go and visit after a while just oh, to yes. check how oh, they yes. are doing? We yeah. keep in contact and we get regular photos and uh, we also have a program where if you've adopted from us, um, 
they can come back for the rest of their lives for vaccinations on a yearly basis. Oh, fire that's us. So we get fantastic. to see them at least once a year. Oh, and then they yeah. recognize you, I'm sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, not so, me, but, but oh, yeah, the helpers. So, Christine, just my final question always. If anyone wants to get, in, uh, in, uh, I think, involved or, you know, just want to reach out, where and how's the best way to get yeah. hold of you? Through the center on 21 856 0597 and uh, then ask for Julia and um yeah we take it from there our needs are great and the more helping hands we can get the better and i think you also mentioned facebook page you've got yes, a website yes. and a facebook page uh, no not a website I keep okay. getting hacked into porno sites so. okay. <laughs> oh, okay so what is the facebook is it just animal welfare helderberg but if you type on our web page uh, we've actually had marla nook here we'll direct it straight to facebook okay lovely. and anything and everything is on that page all the news uh, all the things that we're getting up to the fundraising and so forth well that's fantastic so anyone and everyone out there rush over to the center go and spread some love and god bless julia um yeah i just wish you and the animals in the center the very best of fortunes thank you and thank you for letting me be and i just want to also while i'm here thank the staff and the volunteers of course without them i wouldn't be where i am there we go thank you christy Julia, well, go well. En uh, ek sien vir jou weer volgende week. Ja, volgende week praat ons met André Willemse. Hy is die uh, uh, plaaslike regional directeer van Business Network Initiative BNI. Uh, uh, business Network Organization. <laughs> cool. Ons gesels met hom volgende week. Dankie, Lindy.